If you have any plans on becoming your best self in 2024, now that's not going to happen unless you do the much needed prep work, which is a end of the year reset. And today I'm going to spill all of my best hidden secrets that have been working wonders for my clients and hence I'm going to share them with you today. Oh and by the way I also do have a freebie for you because I really wanted to make sure I can support you the best way possible so make sure you go ahead and download it right now so we can start working now. Hi and welcome. I'm Catherine Louise. I'm a business and mindset mentor and founder of my coaching method, the East Hampton Method. And at the end of the year reset, or really you can do it at any stage, at any day of the year, but it just seems like at the end of the year, we're trying to, you know, set new goals picture where we want to be one year from now. This is why I call it end of the year reset, but obviously you can do it any day of the year. Whenever you feel like a phase really is supposed to be over and you want to start over fresh, this reset most definitely is for you. So many people ask me all of the time, why can I not become my best self? Where do I struggle reinventing myself? Well, and most of the times, the reason for that being is seriously in the prep work. Like if you don't know where you're at in your life, if you don't know where you're coming from, it will be very, very much more difficult to get where you actually want to be at in life. And that's also exactly what step number one in our end of the year reset is all about because step number one is all about reflecting on the past 12 months. And I really need you to take a little bit of time for this. Don't be stressed out. Remember to switch off all of the devices, mobile phone and, you know, just all of them things <laughs> and Take your time, make yourself comfortable, have a cup of tea, have a glass of wine, just whatever scenery you need to be comfortable and really are also ready to dig deep because we really want to figure out what did my life look like and really what has happened during the past 12 months because this is the thing, we are all stressed out. There is so much going on in the world. It's like we tend to almost override ourselves. We tend to neglect ourselves, unfortunately, quite often, and then even somewhat miss what we have been going through or tend to forget about it really, really quick because it's just too hurtful to go there. But this is exactly what we want to work on in step number one. So you can actually be aware of the things that you've been going through painfully, but obviously also the happy moments. Here's the thing. We are all being shaped and formed through all of the lessons that we go through, right? Like today, you're not the same person you were 12 months ago, obviously, because you've been going through stuff, sad and happy. And those moments really is when we learn and grow and evolve as human beings. And since this step, reflecting on the past 12 months, reflecting on the past year, 
is so crucial and important. I really wanted to make sure I can support you the very best possible and created a freebie for you, which is this amazing end of the year journaling. If you have never journaled before, or maybe you're even like the really pro at journaling. I love journaling. I do so much journaling with my clients and also for my East Hampton method, because there's really something about putting that thing onto paper. There is no such thing as how you can reflect as much as when journaling. And as I said, if you're a complete beginner to journaling or you're in super pro at it, you are so going to love this one. I made sure to not only have the perfect prompts, but also have a couple of pages where you can really let go and freely write and put it in your most favorite journal. But since I obviously also am aware of the fact that so many people do love their iPad, you can obviously also use it for GoodNotes or any other notes app. So feel free to use it in any way that works best for you because this is what this truly is about. You will find the link down below, so make sure to download your freebie right now and start with step number one. If you are anything like me, you will at first hate step number two, then during the process starting to fall in love with it, and then once you're done with it, you're gonna be obsessed with step number two. Step number two is sure enough all about decluttering, and yes, I mean it, decluttering your home, decluttering your wardrobe, decluttering all those corners where we're trying to push all the things into that, you know, we don't know exactly where their home is at. But also, let's be honest, decluttering your life as in, are there toxic people in your life? Are they people in your life that maybe do not respect your boundaries or let's be honest how about your desktop how about your mobile what I'm saying is make sure to declutter every area of your life that is needed and be frank right now you know which department of your life whether that may be your wardrobe or your friends and relationships the one thing that you're like oh no really no I don't want to do that that is where you want to start and I promise I promise you at the end of this process that mental space that has become available after this process during this process will free you in a way that really is so difficult to explain because all the clutter, all the chaos, all the hurt and the pain is taking so much capacity, not just, of, not just quote unquote, on your mental space, but really of your life in general. So in order to start off fresh, in order to become your best self, you really want to make sure there's actually space for it in your life to begin with. Okay. Step number three is for all my people who love to do a vision board, and I'm sure one of them. I did my first vision board in 2007. Oh my goodness, that's 16 years ago. I must have been a baby. <laughs> okay, so this step actually is about if you have ever been doing a vision board before, and by the way, if you never did a vision board before, believe me, whether it is a physical one, like one on a cardboard, or you want to have one on your mobile, on your desktop, 
This is such an incredible game changer. And if you don't know how that works, I'm actually going to publish a video on how to do a vision board and also have a free template for you. So you don't want to miss that. Make sure to subscribe so you're not going to miss out on this video and this free template, by the way. It is such a huge game changer to really literally see where you want to be headed. Like, it changes your overall energy on such a deep level, like so many times per day, whenever you look at it. So really having a vision board is so good. But what this step three actually is about, I really want you to take a look at your old vision board, like the last one you did, and really take a look at it and assess like, which one of those goals did actually come to fruition for me? Or maybe, and this is, I believe, almost the most interesting part, what are you actually happy did not work out for you? Or maybe the things that are no longer aligned for you. I feel like everybody is always talking about like, this has been working out for me, this has been working out for me. But let's keep it real. I've just been taking a look at my old vision board the other day and I was like, oh girl, am I happy this one didn't work out because it just wasn't aligned with me whatsoever. I just would, I was just feeling honestly very blessed it didn't work out for me. And I think this is such an important lesson to understand as well that sometimes the goals that we have at some stage in our life just won't be aligned anymore. And that's fine. It's a good thing. It's good to realize that you're growing and evolving and goals are changing because guess what? As you grow older in experience, I'm obviously not talking about age right now, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it is a good thing to evolve and we should all appreciate that. And the thing that comes with age, that comes with getting older in life is this kind of you just become more calm and more certain about the things that you do want and especially the things you do not want. And that's actually a good thing. So I truly believe taking a look at your former goals or maybe you've just been writing them down somewhere, then obviously please go ahead and take a look at those. Maybe you journaled them. Just really assessing what has been going on a year ago where you wanted to be at and where you're at right now. And maybe seeing, okay, you know what, this goal is still the same, but I have progressed so much on that to really have that moment to be so proud on yourself. Step number four is so important. I feel like too many people leave that out too many times. But I also do believe when I watch similar videos about, you know, self-development from way younger people, I must say I do believe that step number four is also a thing that comes with experience that only a certain age is holding. And by no means, I'm saying that in a bad or neglecting way, I'm just saying there are things that come with age and that would, for myself at least, definitely be one of them. So step number four truly is about how you are treating other people. And then really take a look and be honest on how you're treating yourself. And I'm not just talking about this wellness and self-care gym phenomenon that social media for sure is promoting in the biggest way I have ever experienced in my life. But I'm talking about the small things too. 
Like, how do you talk to the people that you love? How do you treat them? How do you worry and care about them? How do you check in with them? And then please compare that to how you're treating yourself. Because guess what? I can almost guarantee that for most of you watching this video right now, there is not going, you know, that's most probably not on the same page. I believe, and I think Roxy Nafuzi said that. She's an author from the UK. She She's had massive success on two manifesting books. I believe she now has a third one for kids, which I'm definitely checking out for my children. And one of the things that she has said that really stuck with me, and remember, I'm studying self-development since 2007, but I've never heard this concept before, and it makes so much sense. She said that manifesting actually comes down to self-worth. Because what she's saying is that you can only manifest that you know and understand you deserve. And I feel like this is such a new concept because it's always like you got to be on the same frequency. You know, you really have to feel it. But, and this is what step number four is about. Do you actually treat yourself? Do you actually truly know? Not just believe there is a difference, but know deep down inside that you are worth that life you're trying to live and that you're trying to grow into. I believe this part is so important. And hence, I really want you to double check on step number four and really take inventory and check back in every couple of weeks because it's all about you and nobody else can do it for you but yourself. Step number five is probably something everybody and their mother are going to talk about but I swear to God, if I would just get one penny for every piece of content out there on goals, setting goals, achieving goals, all the things goals, I would be a billionaire and you too. <laughs> but this is what I've realized when I start working with my clients as a business and mindset mentor. And you will also figure that when you listen on podcasts to goals, when you watch the videos on setting and achieving goals. Here's the thing. Most people are missing the most crucial parts on achieving goals and this is what it is. Most people are so focused on setting the right goals and then putting the strategy in place to achieve them. Sounds familiar? <laughs> but here's the thing, obviously none of that is wrong but what you really should focus on, this truly is the single biggest mistake people do just because they're not aware of that is you have to focus on the process. It's not just about having the right strategy in place in order to achieve your goals, but you really have to be present and focus on the process. Because let me tell you this, on your way to the process, things will inevitably change. Have you ever seen somebody putting a strategy in place and sticking with, with it specifically if it's a long-term strategy, most likely not because things are just going to change. This is what life is all about. This is what you would probably almost have to expect that things might change along the way. So it is so important to really focus on the process and be present and also establish a process that you love 
Because guess what? You're living, you're alive, you're breathing, you're living during the process. This process is supposed to be enjoyed. You should be happy on that process. You should, in fact, create a process that you can deeply fall in love with. Because here's the other thing, and this is the one thing I have never heard anybody talk about. When you are in the process of working on something, most likely the outcome, the result will be different as to the initial goal that you set. And by no means that would need to be negative, rather positive. Because guess what? If you are able to focus on the process and be present, the outcome of that process can be so much better than the initial goal that you set to begin with. Or maybe it just looks a bit different, but you figure out during that process that this is actually what you were striving for. You probably just didn't know to begin with just because you haven't been there before, right? It's difficult to set a goal for a time, space, achievement when you have never been there before. You need to allow that room to for it to elevate and really come into existence. Let me give you an example. Maybe you've heard about those entrepreneurs having a startup, really working hard on this, really working, breathing, living to achieve that one goal. And then they sell the company and they are completely lost. Like, They suddenly have no purpose in life anymore whatsoever. Some of them even being depressed or much worse because they just don't know what to live for anymore. And that's actually a harsh reality of many entrepreneurs. And that again also goes to show for you should really love the process and not solely focus on the end goal. Step number six, and I must say this following sentence came up for me when I was prepping for this episode and ever since that sentence did not leave my head whatsoever because I feel like it is so important everybody really, <laughs> I don't know, soaks up this sentence, gets it into this system and their subconscious and just Let me wake you up at 3 a.m. I want you to say this sentence. Treat yourself like the greatest investment in your life because that's what you are. Listen, I'm not trying to be too real over here, but your health, your mental health, your physical health, that your well-being is the most important thing in your life. And Nobody else but you is responsible for that and also can take for it. So this really is your number one job. You should treat yourself like the most important investment, like the most important thing in your life. Because guess what? I'm definitely not trying to get negative over here, but I'm just saying, What if, knock on wood, (laughs) something goes wrong and you get sick or life is hitting your heart and you're getting into a depression? Things like that happen every single day all around the world. It is so important to be proactive when it comes to those things. And obviously we cannot avoid all of that, but we can definitely work on avoiding most of it. So I really want you to understand that before anybody and anything in life comes you. So please remember that sentence. Treat yourself like the greatest investment in your life. 
because that's what you are. Also, and I really want to mention that, this is why mindset work is so important. Like you cannot go anywhere where your mind hasn't seen you before. And if you actually allow yourself that, is a huge part of mindset work and so much more. Step number seven, and this one might be a bit controversial, but I really want you to listen first and then translate it to whatever situation works best for you. I'm just giving this one as an example because I do believe, especially us women, can relate to that, <laughs> which is your looks. When I'm talking about your looks, I'm really talking about that feeling when you have that brand new piece of clothes. Maybe it's a beautiful dress or maybe it's a tailored trousers, something really special, something that really feels good on your skin. Do you know that feeling when you step out onto the scene wearing that thing be like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you just suddenly feel so good. Your body feels so good. And again, if for you, this isn't about clothes, but anything else, please obviously take that as your example. But what I'm trying to point out is that we should work on having this feeling and feeling like that in our body, in our lives every single day. You should feel like that just because you feel so comfortable in your own skin. And this is truly what this step is all about, really working on feeling so good in your body and in your life. Step number eight is something I really, really love to do, which is channeling your future self. And that basically means really think about who is that person you want to become, right? We are like almost taking it to the next step, like, what does she do? How does her everyday life look like? What kind of habits does she have? What kind of skills does she have? And again, I really want you to take a moment and close your eyes and have that cup of tea or glass of wine, whatever you like most, whatever you prefer, and really take that moment to really visualize in your mind and picture yourself as that person. What does she love to do? What places does she like to go to? This is going to feel so good and so elevating. And I really want you to, again, take those notes and really take inventory. What of those things can you already implement today? Because there is something tremendously magic about already doing some of the things that you already know your future self would already do. This is going to elevate and lift your energy up like nothing else. Step number nine is something I believe I've been talking about before and by no means I'm getting tired of preaching this because to me, honestly, this has been one of my greatest game changers. I see it in my clients. I also see it in my friends. Step number nine is all about surrounding yourself with people who already are in that position in your life where you want to be headed in. I'm not sure who said that, but somebody said before that you are like the sum of the five people you're surrounded by the most. And I couldn't agree more because here's the thing. If the people around you believe that you can or you cannot will have the biggest influence 
ever in your life. And just picture yourself being amongst friends who already lived that life you want to live and how much you could benefit and really enjoy being around those people, having conversations with, spending your time with. And this is also, by the way, where step number eight, channeling your future self comes into place because really imagine what places does she love going to and then go there because most likely you're going to meet exactly those people in that place. Here's the thing, and I really want you to understand this about life because I know in my 20s, and obviously before I had never known this, I really want you to listen so much right now. <laughs> like, please just pay attention to what I'm saying to you right now because it is the most important thing ever in your life. Your identity, who you are, is your choice and your choice only. And being comes from doing. An artist is an artist because he is doing that thing, not because he's just dreaming about it or setting that goal. An artist is an artist in the moment he starts painting. A musician is a musician because he or she is playing an instrument. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whatever you want to become, you will be it in the moment you start doing it. And this is your choice. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm feeling like we've been doing all the prep work today. <laughs> if you have any questions, please make sure to reach out to me. I really and truly feel like we've been doing a lot of deep work today. And I know this is all what you will need to do in order to really lay the foundation to becoming your best self in 2024. Thank you so much for watching or for listening. And I talk to you next time. Bye.